Hello, everyone, and welcome to Revive and Thrivology. In this episode, I interview Leslie Wigleitner about human design. She's part of Align and Achieve by Design. No, it's not design of your space, but design of your body. This is so fascinating. You know I'm a big believer that your body and your space, it's all reciprocal. The energy just flows back and forth. And if you can understand more about your body and your life and how you go about your day-to-day, how you go about your life and what's like kind of pre-programmed into your body, then you can understand what your space needs on a deeper level. And I know you're going to love this episode. Keep watching. Welcome to Revive and Thrivology. I help women transform their lives by harmonizing their living space through holistic home practices. I'm your host, Lisa Morton. Hello and welcome to Revive and Thrivology. I'm your host, Lisa Morton. Today, I'm so excited to have a guest. I have Leslie Weiglitner. I hope I pronounced that right. I practiced a couple times before we started. She's one of two visionaries behind Align and Achieve Design, along with Lori Wakefield, who will have Lori on at a later time to join us to discuss what they do. Um, Leslie and Lori are dedicated to helping individuals reach new heights and coaches enhance their practice using human design. So, you know, like on the podcast here, I always kind of gear towards more with the home, right? Because that's my realm. But it's also so important to have health and wellness of your body. And I love this human design. Leslie's going to introduce us to human design if you're brand new to this topic. It's fascinating. Leslie, how are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yes. So tell us every tell everyone a little bit about human design. So human design, it's, um, it's derived from your birth, oh my gosh, I'm, your birth date, time, place, like astrology, and it puts it in a body graph form, and, um, and it, it goes into like so many different areas, like the chakra system, astrology, um, the Kabbalah, um, and it's, it put, it's basically the mechanics of your energy field. So if you think of how your energy works within self, like for making decisions, um, you know, running your emotions, uh, being out in the world, uh, relationships, you know, how you interact with self, with others. And then, so when you look at the body graph, you get like a visual and you can kind of see, you know, how this energy works, where there's like stop points, where there's start points. And if there's stop points, um, you know, that can be potential conditioning, you know, which okay. from, you know, early okay. childhood, um, you know, from teachers and parents and relatives and siblings and, you know, we all get um, impacted from other people. So mm-hmm. what it teaches us is, you know, those areas that are now conditioned that are really not our true self. Wow. Yeah. So when we can really kind of hone in on the true aspects of how we function um, or how our energy runs and how we can make those right decisions and, um, you know, tap into the right careers and tap into the Mm -hmm. right relationships. I mean, our life will, it just runs more smoothly. You're in alignment. You, you know. I love that. Yeah. So how did you get into this work? Oh my gosh. It was like, let's see. Oh man, at least 20 years ago, I had a girlfriend. Wow. I know, I had a girlfriend send me my chart. I didn't even, I thought it was relatively new. I've just really heard about it in the last maybe five years. Yeah, well, the guy that channeled this in um, 
Ra-Urahul. I think it was 86 is when he channeled it in. So it's been here. um, And then, you know, when he started teaching it, I'm not real sure, probably in the Mm -hmm. 90s. So it has been around for quite some time, but it's just kind of taken off in the last, you know, I don't know, last decade, I'd say, is when it's really hit momentum. But like 20 years ago when I was introduced to it and I saw it, there was just this, my goodness, what is this? Like, I need to know more. And so, you know, my Virgo mind was like, okay, I want more and more and more. So I took a bunch of courses and I even flew to California and was learning, you know, her style of doing it. And where it really benefited, because I kind of ended up getting a divorce. So then my life kind of shifted and changed. So I had to put it to the side and then five years ago I picked it up again and and was went really in depth with it um but uh parenting my children it was just it was you know in any type of relationship and that's why you know Lori and I do the coaching you know coaching Mm -hmm. coaches because in Mm -hmm. any relationship it's you know understanding how they communicate understanding how you communicate understanding you know their emotional style and like how they you know uh, process emotions and how they make decisions. Mm-hmm. And so like on a parenting or like a coaching status, you can see where it would so benefit because mm-hmm. when you understand that other person and you already understand yourself, you know, or just knowing yourself, if you want to just learn human design, every, you know, you're able to kind of, um, when interaction, you're able to kind of go, mm, I think that's their stuff because that's really not mine. You know, that must wow. be, that could be their conditioning because that's not my conditioning, but they're projecting it onto me. And so it okay. really gives you clarity. Um, and that's been very, so, so helpful in so many arenas of my life. That's fascinating. I'm sure it's really helpful for coaches because I know just my experience using a little bit of astrology with my mm-hmm. clients you know, if I can understand a little bit of astrology, just, and I am not, you know, I'm no expert. um, But if I can understand a little bit about that, then I can help them set up their space better. So like using human design would be a whole like another layer of knowledge. Yeah, yeah. And and Lori and I have really um, honed in on trying to make it simple, right? So when a lot of people look at it initially, it's overwhelming. I mean, there's a bunch of Oh, people. I will be. I, I saw my chart. I'm like, you're kidding me. This looks like a bizarre map of a foreign language. Yeah. And then it's got all these keywords and these numbers and, you know, and these red lines and black lines. And you're just like, oh, my goodness. But um, we've really broken it down. And then so you kind of learn the parts, but then you keep it synthesized as a whole. Because it's, okay. you know, it's important to, you know, pick out different aspects of the chart. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really bringing it all together in a synthesized format so that you really get the big picture of what your energy okay. is doing. And then okay. you can kind of detail it out and break it down. Um, so it's, it's I think we, we've done a really good job of, of creating that for people so they don't get overwhelmed. They can actually mm-hmm. learn the information, but then understand how to apply the information. That's the big, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, sometimes it's just information. You get a, we get mm-hmm. information every single day and we're overwhelmed, you know, or mm-hmm. just, but it's applying it and putting it into your life and the idea of using it, you know, to yeah. is, yeah. is key. Right. And so right. You know, I have one person that, um, I just loved it because we just had a quick session 
and she just took it and ran. It was later on that day she had a really important meeting with someone for her business and okay. um, she's emotionally defined. So the key for emotionally defined people is time. Don't make quick decisions. At least sleep on it. You know, everybody's chart's going to be a little different. But okay. she was going into this meeting. I said, you know, just remember, you don't have to make a decision. It will be there for you if it's correct. And she called me like three days later. And she's like, I am so grateful because I really needed this time to step back. I needed to clarify what I needed in the relationship, you know, when, if we went further ahead with this um business relationship and it just the whole thing just unfolded beautifully for her because she knew I'm supposed to pause and she wasn't feeling that urgency from this person I gotta make a decision now I gotta make a decision now um uh -huh. so it, you know just little things like that are just that's interesting life change I know when when you would talk to me about my chart it was fascinating it was really confirmation for me um that I was that I'm like on this right path that I am following my heart which I was want to you know that's my goal but it was this beautiful confirmation for me and I was just like ah oh, right yeah <laughs> that kind of a feeling <laughs> I know and you have so much different areas so many different areas that come forward for intuition for you um, mm -hmm. which was really cool. So as I'm kind of looking at the different, your different strengths and what's all going on, I mean, it really reflected back to guiding people, um, mm -hmm. you, you know, mutating and transformation and then, um, the intuition part and not only your yeah. intuition of getting, but also that intuition to guide others and to change things for them that they wanted, you know what I mean? Like do that little manipulation in their home to change what they're trying to change. Right. Um, yeah. and so it, it was, it was like, Oh my goodness. I mean, it's, you can't, you get excited. I mean, I still get excited yeah. reading these charts and I'm like, Oh, it's so fitting. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh, this is so exciting. You know? So that's so fun. Yeah. And, and even, I think we got into that. Um, I'm, I, I'm, the, my chart says that I should work by myself. I have a home office that I kind of all made like so much. I mean, it was mind blowing. Well, I'm just going to tell everyone, I'm going to put all of Leslie and Lori's info in um, the show notes. You can go reach out to her, learn more about human design. Maybe, you know, have under, have your human, is that a human design chart? Yeah. Like red? Graph. Is that how? Yeah. Okay. It, okay. Yeah, we're doing these uh, reports. Yep. Report. Okay. Then. A report. It's, then I think just learning about yourself helps you be a better person, better version of yourself. And I feel like Every day, that's what I'm trying to do. So mm -hmm. you gave me so much confirmation of like, this is right. I am on the right path, you know, things to be aware of. And that was really interesting. Um, do you have any other examples of other people you might have worked with and interesting things that you might have gathered from them? Um, I'm trying to think. You know, the emotional aspect is uh, is really, I think, huge <laughs> it's like we're all mm -hmm. such emotional beings and to navigate that sometimes can be really overwhelming um so mm -hmm. i had one woman you know very much an empath and her emotional center was you know completely open so obviously she takes in others emotions um mm -hmm. it's also the center of the spirit and so and when i when our emotions are off balance and we're like you know spinning in the drama of whatever spirit can't guide us you know it, it, it's a harder to 
stay in alignment with where we're supposed to go because we're so, you know, a lot of times in our head, you know, it's kind of our thoughts are creating, you know, that are feeding the emotion. Maybe initially Mm -hmm. you feel like, and, and then also to know what is yours. You walk in a room and, you know, if you get start and get triggered or your mood drastically changes, you know, that's really important to recognize. And most people recognize that, but it's, it's finding the tools to how not, you know, how to kind of overcome that, how to mm-hmm. work with that, understand that, see that, um, create boundaries around that. Uh, and then mm-hmm. the, the other was um, within the splenic center is all about safety and security in your space. And so if you have a completely, you know, that center completely open, um, me personally, uh, in my younger days, I would go to yeah. these you know, retreats or informational, and my stomach would just bloat. I mean, I looked like I was seven months pregnant. I didn't understand what was happening, but I didn't have a boundary around how to assimilate the information in a pace that Mm. was right for me. And so through this also, that recognition of, oh my gosh, there it is. That's what's happening. Now that's a, a, you know, very intuitive being able to sense the environment around me, but it's like you have to learn how to assimilate that in a healthy. Otherwise, I was just uncomfortable and just, you know, in pain. So you're not yeah. going to learn much <laughs> in that state, right? Um, right. So there's just those different little areas that you can kind of play with, you know, like and understand like there's a center that's called the Identity Center, the G Center. That's all okay. about also um, for those people like my younger son is looking for a new home. And those people, it's very important that they walk in and they feel that space out for themselves because Ooh. where they're at and who they're around impacts their whole life. So wow. it's their identity. And, and yet they're kind of very fluid in their identity. So if they're with, you know, people that are lower vibrational, you know what? They're going to be lower vibrational. If they, you know, challenge themselves to a higher vibration, you know, then they're going to, you know, excel and be more elevated in, in how they show up. So That's fascinating. And these are just simple, simple foundational pieces that we mm-hmm. teach. Um, you know, and then you can go in a lot, you know, of course, down the rabbit hole you can go. But, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. You know, that was really interesting. You talked about working with your kids. And I mean, I know they're grown now, but uh, so little, I, I don't have children of my own. Um, but I did, uh, I took, we took our nieces on a little vacation, little getaway. And it's so interesting. I mean, they're sweet as ever. Like they are just the sweetest girls and just so fun. But the oldest one is now a teenager and you can tell her energy is just a little different. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. And so many of my friends have, you know, teenagers now. And it's, it's just, I can't imagine how that would help (laughs) to understand a little more how you can support them during this time. Cause it, that's a rough time of life. You know, it's hard being a teenager. I mean, I know I had a hard time. It's, it's very hard. And then for them to kind of just understand those little tidbits of like my, um, my youngest son is super, super empathic. And okay. at an early age, they were saying he was ADHD, you know, it was, he wasn't, he, I don't know. I chose to do the holistic path, nothing wrong with either or, um, and mm-hmm. I really worked with him on his boundaries 
And he was just mm-hmm. feeling so much energy in the classroom that he would have to get up and move around. And not to mention, he's a very energized child still to this day. He does CrossFit and he okay. competes. So um, there's a little bit of that it was going a on. a good way to get that out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a brilliant way to... And, but yeah. he's, you know, also brilliant with his mind. And he, you know, so it's, you know, it's knowing that and being kind of intuitive with that. And, you know, his focus is amazing. I mean, it's almost to the other side. So it was never a focus problem. It it was just him feeling the energy in his body and having to move and not understanding like as a, you know, how old was he? Eight years old, not knowing that he had to just sit there and how could he, you know, utilize that energy like did he need to tap his foot or you know so anyways as we worked through that it it um it was really helpful and you know it also within relationship and you know going back to coaching um mm-hmm. but even like spousal relationships um mm-hmm. you know mentoring in that field where you know understanding that other person kind of softens what irritates you sometimes <laughs> you know because it's like well they can't help it it's just energy you know and it's right? like even coaching you have a client and you're like mm, that person's really irritating you know but then you look at their chart and you're like you know what they can't help it that's their energy so it kind of right. softens and kind of makes you kind of step back and go well they can't change what they are mm-hmm. you know Mm-hmm. As, as you know, I really, I'm just really curious about my husband now. So I'm going to have to reach out and <laughs> look into my husband's chart. You know, it's funny because I'm thinking of all these little ways that we, we you know, like I, um, um, like, uh, the five love languages, right? For my husband and I, that was really eye opening. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wasn't, um, aware of how to explain to him that I was a word of effort. I wanted him to write me like, to write something sweet or like tell me sweet things, but I didn't know how to verbalize that to him, right? Right. And then one day I was doing my yoga training years ago and I we'd been like, it was like a weeks of it, it like moving my body. I was so sore. I'm like crying. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know? <laughs> and so he started writing me these little like notes every morning. And to this day, he not every morning, but most mornings he'll, you know, when he's in town, he'll leave me a note and I save everyone. Right. And it's like we came to this great understanding. He's also just like a physical type. He he wants to snuggle. I'm not a snuggler. So, you know, by understanding (laughs) this. Right. And that's just like dipping your toe in, you know, just like with I when I work with um, my clients and I just look into just a touch of their astrology. Right. Or, you know, like Enneagram, all these there's all these different things. But this human design is like, you know, so deep and it's just. It's just fascinating how deep an understanding it isn't just dipping your toe in. Right. I guess that's yeah. what I'm getting to, and I, I think it's amazing. And it, and it's um, also helping people understand to get out of their heads and to really feel in the body. And so, Ooh. and then how how do you process information? How do you process the inf- you know like the environment around you? Um, okay. Movement. You know, are you a person that needs a lot of movement? Are you a person that doesn't need so much movement? For meditation, my mind is so busy. I do better if I can physically take a walk and meditate because then my body's, it's busy. You know, my mind's busy kind mm-hmm. of looking at stuff or whatever. And that's when my intuition works the best, you know, where it kind of pops in or I'm driving down the road because I've got my mind busy. <laughs> On something That's else, so and so yeah. You know, and for years, and sometimes I can sit and do amazing meditations. Just depends, you know, where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
for me, that's not a daily practice that I do because it, it's not that beneficial, you know. Okay, so, okay. But I do that's have a, you know, my daily routine that I get up and I have my you know, somatic exercises, my, you know, block therapy, and then I go into movement, whatever that is for a meditation. Um, but that's all, you know, within my human design. I mean, it, it just... Nice. Yeah. So another affirmation. So you... You'd mentioned that you're out in the woods on a lake. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I bet it's beautiful this time of year. It is. Yep, the colors have peaked. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and you can get outside and just be like one with nature out there. <laughs> I bet it's amazing. Yes, I love my swing. I just go out there and swing. Oh, you know, that's such a nice. relaxing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I kind of wanted to touch into, so, you know, you help all these people, but I want to know how do you stay grounded and, and, you know, if you're spending time outside, looking out at the lake or whatever, what do you do to support yourself when it's time to step away from helping other people? Hmm. You know, very much outside nature. Um, I live in Minnesota. It gets a little tricky in the winter. (laughs) But (laughs) even then, you know, I just, I find that I need to just bundle up and go out. I mean, even if it's just walking around the yard, down the driveway, mm-hmm. like I mentioned, I have a swing. I love to just sit on the swing, even if it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, just to ground, um, Okay. you know, just kind of get myself my uh, parasympathetic, uh, you know, just kind of calm down and, and um, get back to self. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So can I ask about your space? So it, this, is this the space you always work in? Yes. So this is yeah. actually above my garage. Okay. Um, and so the home, it's not attached to the home. So the home okay. is in a different space. But um, nice. Yeah. I love that that pale blue. It's very fluid and it just seems yeah. like the perfect color to go in a space where you're doing your work. Yeah. <laughs> it's really calming. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Nice, nice. All right. Well, everyone, I would love to send you to Leslie and Lori's site um, to go check out more information on all their work and how they can help you because I know when the little bit I learned was just mind blowing and really affirming and it was able at that moment to help me put my feet more on the ground, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have one final question that I ask everyone. Yeah. I want to know your favorite space in your home. It's going to have to be my deck, even though it's not in the home, but it's attached to the home. Um, I spend a lot of time out there. I even bring my laptop out there sometimes in the summer when it's nice and, you know, not too sunny. And yeah, and I work from out there. So just nice. Yep. Being in nature. I love it. That's so great. It's so nice when we have those little moments we can take. Even if, you know, you live in a city, just get outside, get some fresh air, somewhere where you can have like a view of a tree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. You got a whole lot of trees. You got it made out there. <laughs> oh, uh, Leslie, thank you so much for your time oh, today. Thank you for having me. This was really fun. Thank you. All right, everyone, thanks again for joining. I will see you next time. I'd like to thank our production company, Caraggio Media, the WELT 95.7 Studios, and our sponsor, Good G. For more information, follow the link in the show notes. Be sure to hit like, hit the subscribe button, and leave us a five-star review. If you want to connect, find us on Facebook, and be sure to let me know what topics you'd like to hear about. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.